Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. It's amazing to me what the Lord can do with anybody that's willing to be a vessel. God is not looking for the highly educated or someone that's rich or poor or whatever. He's just looking for a willing vessel. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe, continuing her message titled, My Word is My Word. Speak the Word. Saints, the devil attacked me because, you know, right, you know, big time right after I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. God had a plan for me, but the devil's got a plan for you too. And his plan is to take you out, and he don't care how he does it and when he does it. But God has been fighting for you from the day one. Even before you accepted him, he was fighting for you. And he's still fighting for you. Don't you ever forget that. Praise God. I want you to know that the same God that grows me or does things for me, that blesses me, blesses you. All he's waiting for you to do is just listen to him and to be obedient. But you've got to put him first in everything. And you've got to have a giving heart and looking for opportunities always to be blessing, to be a blessing to others. Look around and be creative. Look for people to bless. You don't have to have much. It can be in doing things, or it could be funny. It could be what I don't know what their needs are. Some people don't need money. Some, sometimes they just need somebody to, to talk to or somebody to spend time with. But have a given spirit, because that's what God loves. That's what He loves. Amen. And you want to love what He loves, and you want to take care of what He wants you to take care of, right? I want to talk to you uh, just a minute uh, while some of you may not may not be getting answers to your prayers, okay? You may not be aware of this, saints, but when you pray, you're sowing seeds, okay? We're sowing seeds. I, I brought some seed with me tonight. I brought some butter beans. People don't realize this, but the words that you speak are seeds. They're like seeds, okay? When you speak, they get planted somewhere, wherever you're sending them, right? God said, you know, my word shall go forth. So when you're speaking God's word, those are seeds, and they go, he likens it in Luke, I think it's uh, Luke 8, 11, that he likens his word to the seed. He said, my word is like as a seed. And we also know that when, um, when we sow, sow this seed, that we're going to, uh, we're going to reap something from it. Um, you may have been thinking that you didn't get your prayers answered because God didn't hear you, or maybe you were thinking it was for some other reasons. You know, maybe you... Maybe you weren't deserving of it, or, or maybe you asked him something that maybe you shouldn't have asked him for. But more than likely, the truth is, you dug your seed up before it had a chance to manifest. Okay? That, that's, that's probably the truth. It, it, you know, you did that before it could take root. After you sowed your seed, you dug them up with your negative confessions. You know, I brought some glasses here. I went out the night, and, and I got some soil. I brought one here that has nothing in it at this point, but I'm going to put a seed in it, okay? And this one, you know, it happens to be a buttered bean, but I'm going to put a couple of seeds in there because I really want a big harvest. So I don't want to be selfish with my seed, so I'm just going to keep putting the seed in there because every time I'm speaking God's Word, you know, I'm sowing seed here. So, okay, now I've got my seed, 
in this soil. Now, if I leave the seed alone, it's going to grow. It looks like nothing right now. That's another thing, too. You know, the Bible likens a heart to the soil. This soil does not determine what it grows. Neither does your heart. Your heart does not determine what it grows. You determine what it grows by what you put in your heart. Just like this soil, you know, will grow what you put in it. I put butter beans in it. But, uh, and it, it would grow. Uh, but just for the sake of it, let's say it was a hibiscus seed, okay? Since I've got, I, I took these out of my yard, <laughs> my hibiscus. Okay, so I want you to think about this as we, as we move forward, okay? I, I want you to imagine, you know, like I said, you know, you, you dig up this seed when you spoke God's blessings. When you got up this morning, you declared, you know, you're blessed coming in, going out in the city and in the fields, you know, and all God's blessings going to track you down, this and that. You always planting these good seeds, you know? So as long as you don't say anything other than that, they're going to come up. But I want you to imagine yourself now praying or confessing God's word over your situation, okay? And now I want you to imagine that you have a container of dirt in your hands along with some seeds, as I just said. And as you confess the word of pray, I want you to imagine yourself planting those seeds that you're holding into that soil. The seeds, just imagine that you have this glass in your hand and you've got some seed over here in your hand. You've got some seed, you've got some soil. I want you to just kind of imagine that, okay? Because I want you to imagine yourself planting the seeds that you're holding your hand. So when you pray and ask God for something or you're confessing God's word, you need to know that in order for that seed to come up or for that seed to bring you a harvest, you're going to have to continually water your seed by thanking God and praising Him and backing it up with His word. You know, see, this here started out as nothing, and this is how people get discouraged because they plant the seed today. They got up this morning to hear the sermon tonight, so tomorrow morning maybe they're going to get up, and when their feet hit the floor, they're going to start decreeing and declaring. But then for days go by, and nothing is seen, in, you know, in the natural. But some seed take a little longer than others, but you can't get discouraged. you got to keep confessing, decreeing, and declaring, and thanking God, backing it up with scriptures, and praising Him. And the next thing you know, you got a little thing that's popped up out of the ground, but it's not full bloomed yet. It hasn't gotten birth to it yet, but it's it's really healthy. It's well on its way, okay? Because, why? Because you've been feeding it. You've been watering it with God's Word, and you've been speaking His Word over it. You're saying every day, Lord, I just thank you. For instance, you maybe you were speaking over your body. You say, Lord, I just thank you that when Pastor Joe prayed and laid hands on me that your spirit, you know, that your power was released in my body and now it's affecting a healing and a cure. And I thank you that according to your word, by your stripes I'm healed, God, I thank you. I thank you. So that, you know, your healing is now beginning to manifest itself. But as you can see, it's still a bud, so it's not totally gotten there yet. So you see what I'm saying? You have to, like I said, you have to continuously do this. You also need to get scriptures to back up what you're asking God for. And it's not necessary. You've got to pay really close attention to this one, okay? It's not necessary to ask him again. As a matter of fact, it shows doubt. You remember that. 
Because what you're actually saying when you ask him again is that you don't believe he heard you the first time he asked. Now, there are some, some uh, exceptions to this. The prayer of salvation for one. You can pray that over and over again. Uh, there's uh, all types of prayers you can pray, but the prayer of petition is what I'm speaking about. The prayer of petition. That's where you're petitioning God for something. That's where you're asking him for something. So when you're praying the prayer of petition, the, this prayer, when you ask for something, you believe you receive it. Isn't that what it says in Mark eleven twenty three? When you pray, believe that you receive it. And if you believe it and doubt not in your heart, you'll have whatsoever you say. So whatever it was you were saying, whatever seeds you were planting, we planted some hibiscus here, you're going to get them. Okay? In your case, maybe it was a job. Maybe it was healing in your bodies. But the prayer petition, like I said, you only ask once. It says in James chapter 1, verse 6 and 7 in the Message Bible, it says, Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry, their prayers are like the wind-whipped waves. He says, don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Are you hearing me? He's saying that worrying, pleading, and whining do not get God's attention. It's your faith in his word that gets his attention. It's kind of like the farmer when he finishes planting his seed. He, he must continuously take care of the crop. He must weed it and keep it watered. And, and I can vouch for that because I'm a country girl. I was a country girl raised on a farm. And I hoed a lot of cotton and corn. And we had to fertilize it. Uh, I mean, we couldn't just go plant the stuff and just let it go, you know, not do something. So we had to hoe it. We had to fertilize it. Uh, just all kinds of things before it started getting strong enough that it could stand up. As soon as it popped up his head, it, you almost had to go to work doing something to maintain it and, and, and to get it to grow. But in other words, when you make the decision to believe and obey the Word of God, you must stand firm upon it and wait, no matter what it looks like in the natural. And that's what we were talking about. For even though in the natural you're not seeing any results right now, uh, this is the results we want. We want a full-blown miracle. Yes. But a full-blown miracle starts with a seed. And, it's, and it needs a lot of water and it needs a lot of attention. It needs to hear a lot of God's Word. And don't get discouraged when it uh, doesn't come up right away. And he says, and wait. And you do this by not speaking and, and wait no matter how long it takes. Because it's going to come up. It, it'll come up. And you do this by not speaking negative words of doubt over what you prayed for or confessed, for that's how you dig your seed up. You dig it up by your negative words. For example, let's say that you've been praying and asking God for a pay raise on your job. So now you water that seed by saying, okay, so you went to the Lord, you took it to him in prayer, you wanted to raise, needed a raise on your, pay, on, on your uh, job. As a matter of fact, let me use this as an example because I got some more good news. I had a lot of good news this week. Been sowing lots of seed, people. Just get, you know, you just get out there and look for people to bless and just all them seeds in the ground. But I was praying for my daughter. It took her a long time to find a job and then she found a job and then she didn't have a job last week. She didn't have a job. And so normally I would get all upset, but I refused to take that thought. And I, I, I said, Lord, I don't know what's going on here, but I really wasn't crazy about the job she had anyway. Because it was in a place that wasn't even air conditioned. And some days in the summer it was 100 degrees. And, uh, but she was working. It was a job. And she was working. And uh, so 
the company didn't get a contract that they needed, so they laid off several people, and she was one of the group that was one of the last ones to be hired, so they let her go. And some of you may have experienced that in your past, but as soon as she told me, I began to pray about it. And I said, Lord, I just thank you. I didn't, didn't go tell him the problem. I didn't say, well, Lord, did you know that she's lost her job? Did you, what is she going to do? Now I'm going to have to start paying out all this money again. I'm going to have to pay all the bills for her and my granddaughter. I'm going to do it. I didn't say that. God already knew that. You don't have to tell him what he already knows. You want to tell him something else. You want to tell him what he thinks about it. I said, Lord, I just thank you. I have no idea what's going on. I don't understand what's going on, but this I do know. I do know that if she's not working, you must got something better in store for her. And I believe a better door is going to open up for her. And I thank you that according to your word, that promotion does not come from the east nor the west, but promotion comes from you. Hallelujah. So I know I lift you lifting her up today. And Lord, when she's going on that interview today, I thank you that your favor is going right before her, showing her favor wherever she goes. And today she called me. She said, Mom, I got a job. And it's a good job. <laughs> Much better than the one she had before. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? You know, it, it, it sounds easy, but it's not all. It can be easy once it becomes a habit. But it, it takes a little work for it to become a habit. Are you hearing me? And, and I'm not going to read that because I just read that to you about uh, the promotion does not come from the east or the west. But I thank you, you know, but this is what you need to say. You know, if you're believing the Lord for a, a job, you know, and you say, well, Lord, I thank you that according to your word, that promotion does not come from the east nor the west, but promotion comes from you. You lift up one and put down another. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you that you're lifting me up today. I thank you that you're showing me favor on my job. For you said your favor surrounds me like a shield. Saints, that's how the water, that's how you water your seed. Uh, by decreeing and declaring and by calling those things that are not as though they already were. You know, it says in Romans 4, 17, and this is an example of how you dig up your seed. Okay, let's say again, let, let's, let's do this whole scenario again. Let's say that you prayed for a promotion and you don't see anything. You prayed for a promotion and you don't see anything. You know, a lot of times you pray uh, for a promotion today, maybe, or a job, and you think this is supposed to be here. It don't work that way. Uh, not always. It has. God can perform miracles, and it does happen. But nine times out of ten, there's a process. But let's say again that you prayed for a promotion and you don't see anything in the natural, nothing at all is happening. You don't see anything, not getting any phone calls, not getting any interviews. As a matter of fact, your company, you know, oh, not interviews, but you're not getting any um, promotions. But as a matter of fact, your company has started laying people off. Let's say that you've been asking for a promotion, and now all of a sudden, you know, somebody comes and tells you, like with my daughter, they're laying people off. You know, thank goodness she didn't know about it until she was already off. <laughs> She didn't have time to say a whole lot. You know, so the devil is quick. Um, so the devil's quick to point this out to you, bringing it to your attention, you know. He, he, he points everything out to you really quick anyway, just to get you to panic. So you immediately start digging up your seed by confessing negative words, you know. And then this is what you might say. You say, well, I guess there's no need for me to keep believing for a raise. I'll be lucky if I can keep my job, let alone get a raise. I've heard people say that. You know, maybe I had better start looking for something else just in case I do lose my job. 
that's not going to ever come here. You're never going to get this talking that way. It's going to stay right here in the soil. You know, you know, what happens is every time, every time you speak a negative word, you dug up that seed. You, you, you can't get a seed. You can't grow anything if it's nothing in the ground. And when, and when you speak negative words, that's exactly what you're doing. You're digging, you're digging it up. Are you hearing me? Now, your seed has begun to take root. Now your seed that had begun to take root is now dug up, and it's never going to manifest that raise. If you have to, I want you to get yourself a container and put some soil in it and plant some seeds so that you can have a better picture. When you're praying, it, it, it's a good visual. To have a good visual, say, you know, put, put some things there, you know, some things there with some seed. It, it don't have to be there to come up. But you can plant something that actually will come up yeah. to, to give you a visual if it's over your body, over your finances or your family, uh, reconciliation, what, whatever it is you're praying to the Lord for. The same thing is true with your healing or anything else that you're asking God for. You know, the Lord tells you, tells you, who is it? Actually, he's asking you a question. Who is it that's holding you back? Who is condemning you? And he says, it's not me. I'm not, I'm not so guilty. I'm not condemning you. He says, but it's your own lips. Job 15, 6 says, he said, your own mouth condemns you in those negative words that you've been declaring. You have to get a revelation that the only words, the only words that are going to profit you are the ones that the Lord gives you to speak. Those are the only words that's ever going to profit you. Saints, in other words, you must become word dependent. You must become a professional at confessing the word, not an amateur. In other words, amateurs only do things on weekends. (laughs) Professionals do it every day. You know, if you had a sport or something you were good at, you, something you're good at, and you're professional at it, you'll do it every day. But say, I heard somebody say the other day, it's like playing golf. Maybe, maybe you can play a little bit of golf, but you're not good enough to make a living at it, so you're an amateur, so you just do it on weekends. But a professional, now he's going to be out there, or she's going to be out there every day playing, because they can make a living at it. They're a professional. Well, it's like with the Word of God, you, you need to become a professional at professing and confessing God's word. You need to become a a professional, not just an amateur where you just only do it on weekends and then not half do that. And you've got to learn to self-talk. You've got to learn to talk to yourself. That is very, very important. All of you out there listening, all in here, it is important that you self-talk, self-talk. You need to become flesh conscious. You might say, what do you mean, Pastor, by flesh conscious? Well, I'm going to tell you because most people speak from their flesh. They, they speak out of their emotions. They speak uh, out of the uh, circumstances instead of what the Word of God says. They speak about what's going on, you know, in their life, the circumstances or their emotions causes them to speak. For instance, you're sick and maybe and you have prayed and you've spoken over your body. You have spoken to the pain, your sickness, just like the Word told you to do. And you have commanded it to leave, but you're still hurting. You're still sick, and the flesh says to you, that didn't work. You still hurt, don't you? You're still sick. He's told me that so many times when I was believing for to be healed, uh, trusting that I had been healed. Um, and like I said, most healings are a process. But he said, well, you're still hurt, don't you? I was still throwing up. 
But I said, Lord, I just thank you to buy you stripes and heal. You know, and I continued that. It took me about six months of that particular one. But that was when I went from 150 pills to one. So some battles a little bit longer. Some battles, gonna, you know, trials are going to take you a little bit longer to plow through. But if, you, if you'll persevere, no matter how long it takes, he said, keep on going. He said, you will persevere. But say, instead of opening up your mouth and declaring what the Word of God has to say and water your seed by speaking God's Word over your body, you begin to speak what the devil tells you to say. Now you've dug up your seed, your healing, or the job that you've raised, or the raise that you planted your seed for. In Proverbs eighteen twenty, it says that a man's, a man's self shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth and with the consequences of his words. He must be satisfied, he says, whether good or evil. He said, you will always have a choice to choose what comes out of your mouth, what seed gets planted. You're always going to have a choice. And I tell you, saints, you must choose life. And you must learn to choose to speak life into your circumstances. In closing, I want to remind you that just because you can't see that seed growing... Just and those that are listening on the radio to this message, I have three glasses with soil in it and planting seeds. So I want you to imagine when you hear this message <laughs> that you're planting seed into your soil too. But let me remind you that just because you can't see that seed growing, you need to trust that it is if you planted it in faith. If you planted your seed in faith, it will grow and you will reap a harvest from it. In Mark 4, 27, this is where they were talking about the farmer. He says, night and day he sleeps and he wakes and the seed sprouts and grows, though he knows not how. And this is what you do. You confess the word day and night. You wake, you go to bed, you get up confessing. You go to bed confessing it. You've got, you plant that seed and it's growing. You don't know how, but it, he says, it's growing. And you, and you won't know how either, saints. You're not going to know how it grows either, but it will come up. You'll get that raise. You'll receive healing in your bodies. You just need to keep watering. That's all you have to do. You just got to keep watering. Watering, watering, watering. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. We're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. 
If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Just write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at Pastor Joe, that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word. Father God, I thank you today for your word, Lord, that your word that is so powerful And I thank you that your word has your DNA in it, Lord. And I thank you that your word is pure gold, like pure gold and pure silver. Even more, your word is even more than pure silver and pure gold. And I thank you, Father, that the word has gone forth tonight, just as you have given it to me to send. And I thank you, Lord, that you said that your word is always followed by signs and wonders. So, Lord, I don't know what signs and wonders will follow this word, but I know they will follow this word. And Father, I thank you for the words that have gone forth. I thank you for the assignments that you've attached to them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for ministering to each person individually, Lord. I thank you for giving them hope. I thank you for increasing their faith, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that when they leave here tonight, they will will leave with more wisdom and more knowledge as well as more faith on how to sow their seeds, Lord, and to be patient and wait on you. Father, I pray that they'll be patient and wait on you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the world of God.